Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast of Bible reading and insight into God's Word. We are continuing our study in the book of Judges. We're still in chapter 5, looking at verses 10 and 11 from the New King James Version. Verses um, 1 through 9 of this chapter, in verses 1 through 9, Deborah and Barak blessed God for the deliverance he brought through his leaders. And in this uh, section, it concludes, and that'll be verses 10 through, I think, 31. It will conclude by telling Israel to remember the safety that came with that victory. Because remember, as long as Jabin was in control, they were afraid. They were, uh, there was no commerce in the villages. They were afraid to plant and, uh, and harvest. And because God delivered them out of the hands of Jabin and Sisera, you know, they needed to praise God. But let's listen to verses 10 and 11 from the New King James Version. It reads, Speak, you who ride on white donkeys, who sit in judges' attire, and who walk along the road, far from the noise of the archers, among the watering places, there they shall recount the righteous acts of the Lord, the righteous acts for his village, villagers in Israel. Then the people of the Lord shall go down to the gates. Again, this is Judges chapter 5, verses 10 and 11 in the New King James Version, which gives the, the title, The Song of Deborah. I'll be back to share insights and close with prayer. This is Hope Scott. I am your host of Five Minutes in the Word, a daily podcast which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. Thanks for listening, subscribing, and following my podcast. You can find it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Good Pods, or wherever you hear podcasts. Also, please like and follow Five Minutes in the Word on Facebook and Twitter. Again, that is Judges chapter 5, verses 10 and 11 in the New King James Version. And this section looks at um, a call to think about, to retell, to praise God for the great victory. And remember, it was the victory over Jabin, king of the Canaanites, and his general, Sisera. Let's share what the commentaries had to say. And of course, I lean heavily on Matthew Henry, but let's listen. The riders of white female donkeys uh, were riding, um, this is a sarcastic tone, and they're riding donkeys rather than war horses. And this is said in a sarcastic tone. you that ride on white asses, as um, Matthew Henry says, means that they were nobility and, gen- and gentry. Horses were little used in that country, but persons of quality, it seems, were distinguished by the color of the uh, donkeys that they rode on. And remember, Christ rode a donkey uh, 
for Palm Sunday. So let me get back to this though. So the quality of the donkey showed, you know, how much money they had, what kind of, if they were a person of, of wealth or not. And it says the white being more rare were therefore more valued. And if you remember the, um, the battle, the battle was against Jabin. Jabin had, uh, Sisera had chariots. And if you remember in early on in chapter five, it said that thunder and rain came down. So one of the commentaries said that the rain made the chariots ineffective and gave Israel an advantage. And again, that's nobody but God that would just, you know, cause a, nat a natural phenomena to be a, a deciding factor in a war. But let me continue because I just got off track. But let me get back there because as I was reading about that, it's like, okay, that was interesting. And it shows the power of our God. But let's continue. Let such as are by his salvation restored, not only to their liberty as other Israelites, but to their dignity, speak God's praises. So they're telling the people, God saved you. He's given you liberty. And he's also restored your dignity because under Jabin and Sisera, they were, again, afraid to move around. And now they have their freedom and their liberty and they're, you know, they can go about and do what they uh, needed to do freely without, without being afraid. And then Matthew, and again, I'm sharing mostly from Matthew Henry. He says, let those that sit in judgment be sensible of it and thankful for it as a very great mercy and that they may sit safely there that the sword of justice is not stuck out struck out of their hand by the sword of war and again it's just reminding them of the the horrible existence they had before god uh removed jabin from power and took that that um burden off of them god removed it and then he says, let those that walk by the way and meet with none that are there to make them afraid, speak to themselves in pious meditations and to their fellow travelers in religious discourse of the goodness of God and ridding the roads of those banditti that had so long infested them. And again, it's just to remind them, you are now walking and living in safety and it's all because of God. And then he says, let those that draw in peace and have not their wells taken from them are stopped up, nor are, are they in danger of being caught by the enemy when they go forth to draw, uh, where they find themselves so much more safe and easy than they have been. Let them rehearse the acts of God. And again, it's just a way to say, remember that before God saved you, you couldn't even go and draw water from your well. Or the enemy stopped up your well and you didn't have water. But look at God. Look at how he's providing for you. These are not acts of Deborah or Barak, but they are acts of God. Taking notice of God's hand and making peace in their borders and creating a defense upon all the glory that God comes from having God as your Lord and Savior. This is God's doing. 
and and that said, observe these acts of his. Justice executed against their uh, enemies in a daring way. Again, that's J.L. She uh, struck um, a tent peg in Sisera's head. I mean, that's daring. And the kindness shown to trembling people that were in the villages, and now they, they're free. They can do what they need to do. They can move about. It is the glory of God to protect those that are most exposed and to help the weak. And we thank God for that. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for today's lesson. We thank you for a lesson that tells us that we need to uh, think about the things you've done for us and not just think about them. It says uh, to speak about them. Speak to yourself. Uh, And Barak says to speak to yourself in pious meditations and to fellow travelers in religious discourse. So as we're going about our daily, daily walk and our daily life, we need to take time out to think about and meditate on all that you've done for us, Father, and to thank you. Thank you that you get, have given us peace in situations where it didn't seem like peace was possible. Thank you for uh, situations where the enemy thought they had us, but you just snatched us out of, snatched the, um, from failure to success from uh, defeat to victory. We thank you for that, Father. And we pray again for those who need you. We pray for those in uh, war zones. And of course, we're thinking of the Ukrainians and the Russians. We're praying for those. We're praying for all those babies that were killed just uh, yesterday in Uvalde, Texas. We're praying for uh, peace and comfort that only you can bring, God. That is an unthinkable situation. And we know there's more gun violence than just in Uvalde right now. It's all over the place, Father. We just pray. We pray mightily, God, for your angels to protect and keep all of us safe in the name of Jesus. Covered our um, going in and our coming out, going out in the name of Jesus. Because when we think of your goodness and all you have done for us, we should declare it, especially to those in hopeless situations. They don't want to hear it right now, God. We know that. We've been in place in times in our lives when we didn't want to hear it. But God, give them, get them to that place where your word can comfort their hearts. In the name of Jesus. And we're thanking you in advance. Amen. Thank you for spending time in God's Word with me. Be blessed.